Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm joined today by BA Insight's Chief Customer Officer, Sean Coleman. Welcome back, Sean. Glad to be here, Pete. You are here to share the story of another of our global pharmaceutical partners and their quest to build a next-generation search platform. Now, we have covered some of the unique complexities that face the life sciences uh, with Jeff in, in recent conversations, from mergers and acquisitions to integration challenges and regulatory requirements on data. Uh, this takes us into this this next conversation, determining the requirements, the driving factors, the technical, cultural, and political factors that, that drive toward a decision on next-gen search. To get us started, can you talk about some of the more specific background challenges that were driving this organization when you came on the scene? Yeah, I, I think in the it, specifically in life sciences, I think there's some some real kind of core differences or challenges that they face. And when you when you think about a search platform, I think most companies would think, I, you know, I, I put it up, people search, they find what they're looking for. Uh, when you look at life sciences specifically and you think about all the different types of people that are at the organization, from researchers to marketers to, you know, potentially support people to any of the things that, that go there – the information that they're after that they need is is slightly different based on based on who they are. So when you look at search, you know, just kind of core general purpose search doesn't work very good for them uh, because it really has to do with who you are, what products you work with, what region you're in, what department you're in, potentially even what group you're associated to that day. Um, so and then kind of layer over that, especially what, what this client was dealing with was, you know, from a, from a globalization perspective, they had all of these individuals, but then they had rules and, and things that applied to their EMEA group that didn't apply to their U.S. group. And all of this needed to kind of almost be fed in like an instruction set to ultimately what they wanted out of search. So they started with a, uh, I'll say it, a very lofty goal, right? One where it's like, hey, we, we want a search platform that understands our people, understands our business uh, and and applies that into the searching so that so that the information that they find is tailored specifically to who they are and we don't want a thousand people on the back end of this having to tag these things and do a whole bunch of work. I was just going to say that seems like we're going to just hire a 500 monkeys uh, that can sit and interpret search terms without ever anybody knowing that that's going on in the background. Right. We, we need yep. we need human interpretation to sit there and interpret our search requirements. Yeah, you would you would think, but uh, the technology is is such that that you don't need that. And that's definitely what they what they were uh, looking to do. You talk about kind of the search landscape. What are the technologies that they that were under consideration at the time that actually met all those requirements. It was definitely a combination of existing, you know, technology that they had, other things that they were doing, lots of different back-end technology, but they but they always knew that they needed some kind of specialized technology to help that. So, if you look at any any search platform, you know, your basics are your your index into itself, what's going to store all of the data, uh, right? You've got uh, what what they refer to as the semantic layer or the classification layer, taxonomy and ontology, right? What What's good for managing those? And then how do you take that taxonomy and ontology and apply it to the content that's going into the index? At the top level, how do you deliver a, an interface uh, that has the tools and techniques that, that people want? I think this company specifically really struggled 
with what the what the right search engine for them was. And and what we tried to show them through the process was that the search engines have kind of some I'll call them, you know, minor to to mid-level differences, right? You know, SharePoint search does it this way, Elasticsearch does it that way. Uh, and and one of the things that that early on it, there was a lot of conversation around that. What we tried to do is elevate it to the level of uh, you know, you can actually have both of those, um, but the, what's more important is what is your interface doing to your users? How is it providing the information to them? And then how is all of your taxonomy and ontology and metadata getting applied? Uh, because those two things are independent sometimes of that search index. Uh, so, so those are the the kind of what they considered. Uh, right, but I think that you know a lesson learned, or or maybe even a you know a benefit for other people is don't really get caught up too long on you know am I going to use uh, SharePoint Search? Am I going to use Elasticsearch? There's there's capabilities to actually allow you to use both of those, or even switch easily between them. Uh, and B Insights done a lot of work in that area, uh, but to focus more on the the rich metadata and the rich user experience that you ultimately want to get what's going to get you fastest way there uh, and ultimately the SharePoint platform was one that they went with to do that uh, they ultimately made that decision to go that way and and I think it uh, you know going to be paying off for them when they complete their implementation well I, and I want to get into a little bit of that implementation particularly around proof of concept and testing these things out but I wonder if you could if you could step back and just talk a little bit about any of these uh, driving factors that may have surprised you. you you know, I mean, there we've talked about the complexities of the expectations of the various groups that all come to search with a different with different needs. But there is this other layer, right? The cultural or political layer that that uh, was there anything involved in in what they needed search to do that that actually came as a surprise to you? Yeah, I, I think the I think the level of personalization that they wanted to do. I mean, a lot of times. Uh, what we found was that in in the past they almost had these these small purpose built search applications for individual groups. They had one that served medical literature up to this group. They had uh, an EMEA specific search engine for this group, and those were those were kind of custom built. I would say almost like hand tools, like hand chiseled to do exactly what they wanted to do. And one of their goals was we don't want 15 different places to search. We want one, but that one needs to work for that person the same way as Owen did. We can't take anything away from them. So that was like, okay, well, we, we've got all these individual requirements, and now we need to bring them together and and solve all of them in one system. You know, which is a challenge, right? So so which which requirement goes? You know, is is more important than the other? Uh, so you know, and and in in talking to them, you realize that. That's not really the way to look at it. They're all important. How do we get a system that's flexible enough to allow us to do those those individual things? Um, the other thing that was really really great about this company is they had a I mean a, a very passionate uh, group core team that you know was very much into the ins and outs of metadata and taxonomy and ontology and classification uh, search and just their concepts of the things that they want to the level where you know, a lot of times systems come with, you know, you know, quote unquote, proprietary algorithms, right? So, so uh, you know, a search system can say, well, you run a search and we give you back the results uh, in, you know, based on our kind of proprietary algorithm. And that's not really, that's not really going to cut it with this group because they really want to know, you know, if, if this thing comes up second and this came up fourth, what's deciding between those two and what's our ability 
to really manage that relevancy return to the point, you know, depending on who you are to get in there. And, you know, we don't want any quote unquote black box or things that we don't understand. So, so that was a, a requirement that I think was, was very special um, and, 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 and exciting to see, right? We, we build search applications. A lot of times people just, you know, it's, it's, it's great. They need it. They love it. Uh, but they don't want to know the ins and outs. They don't want to kind of talk techie with us. Uh, but right, having right. This group, you know, having this group that did, they really wanted to know how it worked. And then, and then wanted to say, you know, how can we, how can we, you know, take that model and apply it to all these different tech, different people and different ways to use it? It was uh, really exciting, and, and there were good challenges to have, and, and definitely fun to work with them on. That's fantastic. I mean, you you hear so often, just tune tune the results, tune the results, and <laughs> right. and and nobody like the business leaders don't always know what tune means in this context. But in yeah. this case, it they sounds say, like they they say make it better, right? So yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. make it better. I'm like, okay, well, what's not good about it? Well, it's just not that good. No, these. Yeah. Uh, they got real, you know, very specific feedback of, you know, uh, this is what I expect to come up before that. This is why I expected to come up before that. Here are the factors on why sometimes it maybe shouldn't come up ahead of this other one, which was all very unique to get to know their business and get to know how they looked at things and how, you know, re- you know, relevancy was very personal, <laughs> you know, uh, by yeah. the groups they were. It was very exciting. So let's talk a little bit about pr- this proof of concept phase. Uh, you know, did they? How did they approach selection in this case? It, did they test and and proof of concept multiple platforms uh, in in some capacity? How did that work? Yeah, they did. I mean, I think they wanted to. Certainly, proof of concept was big for them uh, in in making their decision. They needed to see it. They needed to get their hands on it. I think that what they and this was very smart. What they did. Was you know we talked earlier about all the different little mini systems that they had that people were using, uh, and they went to those those business owners or the people they knew and they said, you know, kind of what are your what are your core complaints or what are your core issues or what things can't can't you get? And they came up with a list of these like 17 or 18 core use cases that were you know a new system needs to be able to do this and a new system needs to be able to do that. And it was all solving problems that they had in their existing environment. And for their proof of concept, that's what they based it on. They said, we want to see different technology, how it would, would, would accomplish solving these 17 or 18 things. And they looked at both SharePoint and Elasticsearch's backends uh, and a couple of different interface components. And then, and then through, you know, through a, a pretty you know, rapid-paced process, got to the point where they had a, a demoable environment uh, that they could actually show their business users, look, here's the problem that you brought us. Here's how that's solved in our proof of concept. Uh, and it went, over, it went over great, right? The business users loved it. And to the point where they realized at that point that on either side of the technology, they were able to solve those problems from a SharePoint or an Elastic or things like this. And they had a they had a good SharePoint infrastructure team. They had a good knowledge in that area. And so that I think that's ultimately one of the things that led them down that path is if we can solve our problems, let's go with a known factor, something that we've worked with internally and something that we know from a platform perspective is pretty solid. Uh, you know, we don't need to go out and get all new technology to solve this problem. We just needed you know, help in a few in, in some of these areas to do it. And they, they did some really cool stuff. So they already had SharePoint up and running. They did not have an Elasticsearch implementation. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. They had SharePoint was being used for a couple of the other search applications that they had, you know, a lot of content. Um, they're big in SharePoint online. So they're actually their their trajectory for their IT infrastructure is to go with cloud or SaaS vendors 
for as much as they possibly can. So they're, you know, from a hosting perspective, they're looking at things like Amazon Web Services, SharePoint Online, and Office 365. Uh, and knowing that that's a strategic direction for their company, you know, aligning the technology platform of this search to ultimately go that way too was something that was important to them and, and part of their proof of concept uh, discussions. You know, show us how this can ultimately work in the cloud and work in a environment like Amazon Web Services or other things like that. For anyone who has been involved in these kinds of decisions, I have to imagine there was a hallelujah moment when they realized, oh my goodness, we can use what we already have <laughs> and, yep. and not invest in all new stuff. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, that's, it was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you know, this is only part one of this story. Where do we go from here? I know in our, our next conversation, you're going to uh, tell us, a, give us a little bit more detail around the implementation. Can you tease that a little bit? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think I think ultimately when they got to the point of you know proof of concept and they saw and they realized that with a combination of solid uh, you know, search infrastructure like SharePoint, mix of some of the technologies that we brought to the table. Um, so, you know, in the next one, we'll talk a little bit in more detail about how, you know, some of our tools, uh, we have a, a, a tool that allows, you know, kind of dynamic relevancy um, modifications. We have some really cool stuff that we did with classification in identifying, you know, not just what a, what a, a, a document is about, but what it's primarily about and boosting things that if you're searching for diabetes, you're not going to get a lot of results that just mention diabetes. You're going to get papers and things specifically on diabetes and then a whole user profile section that allowed a user to come in and say, I'm interested in these type of documents. I work in this region. I'm this type of worker and how all of the configuration of the system leveraged those preferences that a person set up and kind of reconfigured itself on the fly to speak directly to that user. So that's some of the really cool stuff that we did with them in implementation and, and with a combination of our products and the SharePoint platform that I think they're, they're, very, very excited about where it's going. That's fantastic. I look forward to hearing more about that and sharing it with all of you listeners. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. If you are listening uh, on the our, our new Life Sciences page, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show. You'll hear all sorts of great stories about, uh, about this topic and so much more. Uh, and uh, thank you, Sean Coleman, uh, Chief Customer Officer, BA Insight, for your time and attention today. We sure appreciate it. No problem. Happy to do it. Thank you, Pete. Excellent. Thanks, everybody. On behalf of Sean Coleman, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.